welcome to Mind, Body and Soul with me, Wendy, here on Sid Valley Radio. And today our theme is going to be community and we're going to look, talk about how important it is to be in your community or part of a community and indeed what does it mean, community? A few more bars of this and then we're going to get into Calling Your Name by John Baptiste. I 
That was Fever with uh, Little Willie John. So I got off to a nice jazzy start here today with Mind, Body and Soul and me, Wendy. And uh, so today we're going to look at the community. And the reason I chose this topic is that I gave a talk as a WI, a, a Women's Institute meeting on Tuesday. And it got me thinking about how they had formed a community. It was a new group of women. Um, I was their fourth speaker, so that makes it four months that they've been going and they had about 20 women there which wasn't bad for an August night and it just made me um, you know uh, realize how necessary and how important it was for people to get together and then somebody told me a little story and uh, somebody I was talking to in the week a friend of mine and she said have you never heard the uh, analogy that humans are like a piece of coal and if you take a lump of coal out of the fire, it will die on its own. Put it back into the fire and it will glow again. And I thought that was really good. And we are together. We are good together. You know, we can really glow and we can, you know, become uh, our shining examples of who we really are. So what exactly is a community? I mean, in its simplest form, it's a group of people with something in common, like my ladies who all wanted to go to the Women's Institute. Um, but it could be a family. So we get family groups and we call that's a community. Um, it could be the geography of where you're living or where you're going. It could be a faith, religious communities we have. Or it could be race. And you do notice people of different um, nationalities and the like get together. Um, it could also be a group of people with the same interests, uh, hobbies or passion that they have about something or even a profession. So a community is not just made of one set of people, it's made of lots of little like satellite groups. And and um but you know for these people to form a community, um they need to have some kind of common interest or common thing that they're searching for. So you don't you don't know necessarily like my women on Tuesday night didn't know necessarily what that common interest was. It was just that they wanted to do something with other people. And and they know, and I know, that it's going to enrich their lives. And to become members of a of a community, you know, you, you, you're going to, going to have to be based on trust, isn't it? And, and to form a connection, and you care for one another, you care about each other. And, and, you, and this will be reciprocated in lots of different ways. 
And often you'll share the same attitudes and values and goals. So we're going to look at this in a little bit more depth um, with a bit of music thrown in. I know one or two people have got in touch with me to say they're listening today. So, Tom, if you're out there listening, uh, thanks for tuning in. I think you're in Wiltshire. Uh, Wendy's in Spain in hospital listening (laughs) to say nothing of the people here in Sidmouth and it's been really lovely we've had some lovely weather lots of people on holiday at the moment and um, so I just would like you to enjoy the program and we're going to have Tiny Dancer by Elton John now
você disser que eu desafino amor Saiba que isto em mim provoca imensa dor Só privilegiados têm ouvido igual ao seu Eu possuo apenas o que Deus me deu se você insiste em classificar Meu comportamento diante musical Eu mesmo mentindo devo argumentar Que isto é bossa nova, que isto é muito natural que você não sabe nem sequer presente É que os desafinados também têm coração Fotografei você na minha Rolleiflex Revelou-se a sua enorme ingratidão Só não poderá falar assim Você pode encontrar, viu? Você com a sua música esqueceu o principal Que no peito dos desafinados, no fundo do peito bate calado No peito dos desafinados também bate um coração
has come and gone away in Paris and Rome, but I wanna go home. Maybe surrounded by a million people, I still feel all alone. Just wanna go home. Oh, I miss you, you know. And I've been keeping all the letters that I wrote to you. Each one in line too. I'm fine, baby. How are you? I would send them, but I know that it's just not enough. My words were cold and flat, and you deserve more than that. Another airplane, another sunny place. I'm lucky, I know, but I wanna go home. I got to go home. Let me go home. I'm just too far from where you are. I wanna come home. Someone else's life is like I just stepped outside when everything was going right, and I know just why you could not come along with me. That this was not your dream, but you always believed in me. Another win. Has come and gone away. It ain't a Paris Rome, and I wanna go home. Let me go home. And I'm surrounded by a million people. I still feel alone. Let me go home. Oh, I miss you. Let me go home. It'll all be alright. I'll be home tonight. I'm coming back home. Oh, so that was home with Michael Bublé. Lovely, nice soft number. Before that, we had Desfernado with Stan Getz, a bit of a favourite of mine, that. I thought to myself, I think I played that a few times. Anyway, so we're talking about community and how important the community is. And, you know, when you don't have a social connection, it can have quite a big effect on your overall health even. And the early studies of the psychological impact on after COVID-19 uh, pandemic showed that loneliness was one of the factors 
with the greatest psychological impact on people's health. And I think we've heard this time and time again, but it keeps showing up, you know. Studies showed that people who lack strong social connections are also more likely to suffer from high levels of stress. Really important. I know, and also the trouble is that uh, once we get out of the habit of uh, being sociable, you know, we withdraw, then we get a bit nervous about joining the crowd again. And I saw a lot of that going on after we were allowed out. And hopefully now, you know, people are getting over that, but I still come across it. And I really would urge you, you know, to take on board what we're going to talk about today. We'll start with the importance of neighbours. So, you know, communities do help provide a supportive group uh, with some of the difficult challenges in a neighbourhood by getting together and solving problems and also celebrating, you know, momentous occasions. And, of course, the Queen's birthday and Jubilee and all that was brilliant, wasn't it? You know, we all got out and... Um, had a little bit of a party. I know where I live, uh, we had a little party and I just said, just go and invite everybody. I said to my neighbour, we'll just invite everybody. And she said, but we, we don't really know so-and-so. We haven't spoken to somebody else and do that. We do we know if they get on. Don't worry about that. You know, just go and knock on the door. Or we, we, we printed a little invitation and we said, you know, come for a, a Jubilee tea and bring a, bring something to eat in a bottle because we didn't want to do too much either. Um, I got bunting out. We, You know, yeah, we did want to do too much. We went to a bit of trouble. But you'd be amazed, you know, that little party was probably about 15 of us. Uh, people are really lovely now when I see them, talk to me, um, still talk about the event, you know, and I really rather felt we should do another summer party this year. Um, you know, don't be afraid, afraid to make the first move. Um it, it was such a great time that, you know, some some neighbourhoods are better than others, and I get that, you know, they're, they're more tightly knit and people seem to belong. You arrive and you're the newbie and, you know, how are you going to join in? It's It can be tricky sometimes. And villages are p- particularly good, really, I think, often. Don't let me make a sweeping statement, but often. But then you get a street that's particularly friendly. So... You know, for some people, you pass them on the street every day and you're strangers. And for others, you pass on the street every day and you say hello and they're part of your little community in a way. Oh, yeah, I know them. I see them every day when I go to wherever it is you're off to. So don't be afraid, you know, just to make a nod. Hello, how are you? Um, you know, by the time you're saying hello and you, then you've got an ally. Um you know, I've got to hear faith organisations, so I'm, I'll talk about the um, different churches, really. I'm not going to talk about different churches per se, but people do go to religious and uh, spiritual gatherings because they feel a sense of community there and a sense of belonging and a sense of hope sometimes, isn't it? You know, we go to church hoping for a, a bit of comfort, a bit of um, R&R, a bit of relaxation, I don't know, believing, you know, helps. Um, but you need to believe in your community. Um, well, there's a church near where I live and they've started doing on a Wednesday and a Thursday now lunches, uh, just a soup, soup and a roll, homemade soup and a roll, £2.50, very good value. And, and they do coffee and homemade cake beforehand or after and really good. And, of course, the women are always really nice and chat to you. 
Um, so that, and I have another friend who's actually in London, um, Annette, and she went to a church. She's not. She said, you know, I can't particularly bring myself to believe in it, Wendy, about Jesus, this man being nailed to the cross. She said, but I do believe in the um, ethos of the place, the spirituality and the coming together and supporting each other. Um, they did a Sunday lunch for people who were either homeless or for some reason couldn't really afford too much. So there are lots of good reasons for joining even a religious community. And you don't have to throw yourself in lock, stock and barrel if it's what you take out of it, what you want, what you feel that you can get out of it. But it is an entry, it is a way in. So let's have a bit more music now while we dwell on that because this is quite appropriate. Dream a Little Dream of Me by Nat King Cole. Stars shining right above you Night breezes seem to whisper I love you Birds singing in sycamore tree Dream a little dream of me Say nighty night and kiss me Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me While I'm alone, blues can be Dream a little dream of me Stars fading, but I linger on, dear Still craving your kiss I'm longing to linger till dawn, dear Just saying this Sweet dreams till sunbeams find you Sweet dreams that leave all worries behind you But in your dreams, whatever they be Dream a little dream of me Sun in the sky 
Tell the one who loves you only. 
Stretch down. 
Right, Wichita Lineman, that's an oldie for you, isn't it? I hope you enjoyed that. I'm sure some of you could sing along to it. So um, you're here with me, uh, Wendy, on Mind, Body and Soul on Sid Valley Radio. And today we're talking about the importance of community. <clears throat> and uh, we've talked about the neighbours and uh, church. So don't dismiss either of those things. I mean, really, your neighbour obviously is a very important part of your community. And even if you're set apart, you know, I've got a daughter who lives, uh, you know, on, on a ridge. So she's got her cottage on the ridge. And then, I don't know, 50 yards away, there's another one. And then 50 yards away, that's another one, another one, another one. And they became a community during uh, COVID because they formed a WhatsApp group. I think a lot of people did this uh, so that they could keep in touch. So when I talk about a neighborhood, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're living cheek by jowl, you know, it's uh, people who are around you or near to you. So just reach out and and see how you get on. Um, We're talking about uh, religious-based communities, and I was saying about my friend who went along to her church, not because she was, she is spiritual. She is a very spiritual lady, and she does reach out to her faith. It might not be exactly how the church would see it, but she enjoys their company and gets on very well with them and and likes the community that she's in, that spiritual community that she's in. <clears throat> and look at hobbies. You know, um, I've got here cooking. You know, a lot of us live on our own. Why don't we share the cooking? Why don't you invite a couple of friends around or even one friend and between you cook something? We, the trouble, again, with living on your own is we get very precious about our stoves and about our kitchen sinks and about our uh, little corner. No, no, reach out, reach out, let somebody else do something. You sit down and have a natter while they cook their little bit of the meal and then you get up and you cook your little bit of the meal or take something along. <clears throat> book clubs, great thing. I think book clubs are a great idea. I'm not personally so keen on those where we have to read a book a month and you might not want to read it but you know just get together and talk about books that you've enjoyed books that you like walking and again I feel nervous about that sometimes because 
uh, I think I'm not going to keep up, but I can assure you people are very generous and um, walking art groups. That's a great one. Music, of course, I think most of you who listen to me will know that I'm a great fan of music. Um, uh, and when I was away recently, a friend of mine, she said, I've joined a crochet group. Blinking out, that's going back in the sands of time, isn't it? And she said, it's great when she said, we all sit around and we chat. And uh, when you get difficulties, you know, with your knots or ties or whatever they're doing in crochet, there's somebody there who can help you. And there's so, you know, there's loads and loads of possibilities. Um, if you want to form your own group, you just put a little card up or send it out on Facebook and say, this is what you're going to do. Now, I've got another daughter who lives in the middle of nowhere. And uh, she sent a message out and she said, we're going to do yoga on a Sunday morning. And I thought to myself, oh, that's quite brave of her, A, to do it Sunday morning and B, to do it in the middle of nowhere. And she regularly gets about 10 people. So reach out. You know, you you don't have to do anything. You have to reach out. Well, you do have to do something. You reach out. And if you want to form a little group and you haven't got the expertise, then you find somebody with it. So you find an art teacher and then you send your message out on whatever form of media or you can tell people. Um, so, you know, because the... The options are endless, really, aren't they, for finding and participating in these groups. I mean, these Women's Institute people that I saw the other night, you know, they were going to... We talked about forming an amateur dramatics group, uh, a wine-tasting group, that, well, they were already got a book club going. Um, but they were all coming up with different ideas because they started talking and saying, oh, yes, one lady said, oh, actually... Um, I'm directing a, a local play at the moment. And she was a new member to the group. And, whoa, she'd be brilliant. Somebody else, you know, had a contact with a a, a local uh, vineyard. So, again, you know, you don't know who you're talking to. Volunteering. I'm always banging on about volunteering. There's so many ways that you can go and volunteer. And volunteers form their own community. I met a group of women recently um, and I, I knew one of them quite well, but I didn't know the others. And it was all, you know, hello, Wendy, how are you? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I don't think I know the... But they knew me because, you know, I go to the theatre occasionally. And uh, these women were all really good friends because they all volunteered at the theatre. So communities are made in the most unusual places with, you know, people that you might not even think about forming a relationship with or a, um, a, a little society with. I mean, you know, and these volunteer groups are, are, are set up for all sorts of reasons. Uh, somebody stopped me in the supermarket today to ask if I wanted to join um, an Alzheimer's thing. You know, there are lots of charity groups. When I went to the hospital recently, a woman at the hospital entrance, stopped me and said, where was I going? Could she help me? Quite an elderly lady. And I thought, what a lovely thing to do. I could have been wandering all over the place. But she was a volunteer to help direct me to where I wanted to go. Now, I bet as a result of that, she'd met other people in that hospital. Again, another community that you wouldn't think about, that you wouldn't come to mind so readily. 
Go and read to the children in schools. All those children need help. Those teachers need help. You know, picking up litter on the beach. There's all sorts of things, tourist information, all sorts of ways that you can go where you're going to find another little community. So we'll get together now for a bit of music and um, I think we might have My Blue Heaven by um, Harry Harry Connick Jr. I know this really with Frank Sinatra but I thought this might be an interesting version. It's a lovely version, isn't it? Harry Connick, remember that name, My Blue Heaven. And um, 
at five o'clock-ish, we're going to have a meditation. So if you can think about stopping in about five minutes and find somewhere to sit quietly without being interrupted, and we can just calm down for five or ten minutes, uh, take a break before the evening begins. Um, it's something which I do every week, and I think it really serves you in good stead. Uh, so try and think about this now. Um, uh, we, we usually do it to the Hallelujah by um, Leonard Cohen, except it's a more interesting version by cello, because it's very, very relaxing, played by Sheku Kanemason. Uh, but before that, uh, the run-up to this, I am going to give you Frank Sinatra so you don't feel deprived. <laughs> and so here we have You Make Me Feel So Young by Frank Sinatra. You make me feel so young You make me feel so spring has sprung And every time I see you grin I'm such a happy individual The moment that you speak I want to go play hide and seek I want to go and bounce the moon Just like a toy balloon You and I are just like a couple of tots Running across a meadow Picking up lots of forget-me-nots You make me feel so young You make me feel there are songs to be sung Bells to be rung And a wonderful fling to be flung And even when I'm old and gray I'm gonna feel the way I do today Cause you make me feel so young You make me feel so young You make me feel so spring has sprung And every time I see you grin I'm such a happy individual The moment that you speak I want to go and play hide and seek I want to go and bounce the moon Just like a toy balloon You and I are just like a couple of tots Running across a meadow Picking up lots of forget-me-nots You make me feel so young You make me feel there are songs to be sung Bells to be rung Wonderful fling to be flung And even when I'm old and gray I'm gonna feel the way I do me feel so young you make me feel so young you make me feel so young Ooh, you make me feel so young mm, that lovely smooth voice of Frank Sinatra so if you could find somewhere to sit comfortably now and uh uh, we'll start talking about our meditation. 
very good for you to stop. And if you could do this once a day, it would be perfect for me. Um, and just let your whole body relax. So I'm just going to talk you down to this. We're going to do it, as I said, to the Hallelujah, played by um, uh, Shaco Kana Mason, um, extremely talented young man. Okay, so I want you to think... So if you'd like to close your eyes and concentrate on your breathing, just breathe in for 10, very slowly, and out for 10, very slowly, and repeat it, keep your eyes closed, and out for 10. Let's do it one more time while I'm talking to you. Okay, now think about your shoulders and let your shoulders really relax. Drop your shoulders. Drop your shoulders. Feel your jaw relaxing. Very important to relax your jaw. Feel your tongue relaxing. Feel all that weight and stress going, slipping down your back. Let it just slide away as if it was water washing it away. Okay, down your arms, out through your fingertips. Let your hands relax. Feel your lower abdomen relaxing. Feel your buttocks relaxing. Relax. Feel your legs heavy and relaxed. All the time, breathe slowly in and slowly out. Wash away any thoughts. Feel your feet relaxed. Let them turn outwards if they want to. And just stay like that. Now, after the music, we're going to have a lovely piece by Catherine Jenkins. So I want you to stay like that. Come to me, boy. 
After all that sleepy music, I'm sure you should feel quite relaxed now. And that was the last one was imagined by John Lennon. And I really do hope you do feel relaxed now. And you're here with me, Wendy, on Sid Valley Radio. And this afternoon we're talking about the importance of your community. And we've covered quite a lot of ground, really. There's still a little bit more to go. Um, you know, there's a lot of trust comes with belonging to a community as well. And sometimes we need a community um, to share our thoughts and feelings with. So if you've got a group of people that you could share a story, your story, um, you know, I think that's quite important because it could be important to them. And it helps you um, define that community because you're like-minded people. And it, it gives you a sense of yourself and themselves. Um, and I found that when I do open up, you know, sometimes we keep things to ourselves, which we think, oh, we mustn't divulge that to anybody. But when you do open up and you say something, they will say something to you, and it's reciprocal, and you begin to realize, actually, you're not alone in whatever it is that you're harboring, because sometimes we harbor things, don't we, that we don't want to divulge. As I say, you have to build up a bit of trust and confidence in this little group or this other person before you get that far. But, you know, you build up a history. And as we know, good friendships are often based on the history. Good friendships are often because we've known them since school. We've known them since that job where we worked in. We've known them since, I don't know, you went to some group thing that, where you met them. And, and there is a little bit of history. But because of that, you can actually talk to them and talk to them candidly. And finally, you know, the community, it helps you to understand what freedom means. Because it means being free to write your own story, to speak your own story. And that is like both for, you know, the individual and the collective process. So not only to be free to speak for yourself, but free for the whole community, your little community to speak as well. And it's um, it, it means that you know you're participating, and uh, and communicating. And I think you know that's the most important thing to me is communication. I think we're very bad at it since we've buried our heads in text messages and tapping phones and iPads and whatever we do. Um, communication is so important. So please, you know, reach out and speak to people. Um, is, you know, build up, build up your confidence, build up your 
narrative, really, you know, what it is that you want to say. Um, but let allow the other person as well. Don't forget this is a two-way stretch. I, I do come across people who actually interject all the time. And believe me, I love speaking. So you have to give the other person space to speak as well. And from, that's how we learn. And that's how we, you know, build together, isn't it? And that's why these long, old, established friendships are so good. But, you know, we move house, we move to new communities. It happens a lot down here on the South Coast. And so we have to start building up those relationships. <laughs> I'm going to play for you now Radio Gaga by Queen, because I love having a good old Gaga here on the radio. Sweet. 
Oh, that was uh, Jump by the Pointer Sisters, so that livened you up a bit, I hope. And uh, so you've been with me this afternoon, Wendy, on Mind, Body and Soul here on Sid Valley Radio, and we've been looking and talking about the community and how important it is to us. And um, I was just saying, you know, that uh, part of this as well is... Uh, when you get there is, you know, share a little bit of your life with somebody, share a little bit of your story, um, open up a little bit, you know, because this is how uh, we build a trust with each other and and then stand back and listen to what the other person has to say and just don't be afraid, you know, we're all just human beings and uh, we need to understand each other and we can only understand each other if we communicate better and community, communication, you know, it's all together, isn't it? It's all one follows the other. Um, and it shows greater resilience, you know, which is a, a, a quality that um, impacts in the very way that people respond and manage their, their situations. So belonging to your community will offer you a form of support that provides, uh, it's like a buffer against stress, um, or is you know resilience? You know, we build a kind of resilience, don't we? So don't be afraid to have a go. And if you're not sure where to start, you know, you don't actually have to contribute anything. You've just got to turn up. That's the most important thing. By participating, you just got to turn up. And when you show up, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who you're going to meet or what interesting lives other people are going to show you it'll help you to build up that resilience and um the organizations and societies give to us you know it's amazing when a group of people get together they're really strong you know i was so impressed with this new group of women just recently and um so all and you know most of them all they did was turn up but once they started opening up then they realized that what a lot they had to offer to each other if only an ear if only to lend an ear um, so don't be afraid of that. Um, it will help you not to feel so alone. It will help you to feel valued. Um, it's really, really important. It was, it showed up so much during the pandemic when people were st- told to stay indoors alone. Um, the effect it had on people for quite a long time afterwards. So it gives you a sense of self-worth as well, belonging to a community. And, um, you know, it just helps you to cope with uh, your negative feelings as um, and experiences, as well as building up the positive ones. So it's a two-way stretch, this. You're just really going to gain so much from it. And I've got a few pointers here uh, to remember. Um, you know, being part of a community supports a system, and that's got to be a good thing because we all need to contribute um, to the uh, group. And, uh, and that can only make the community become stronger. You have a sense of belonging. You know, that's also really important to have that sense of belonging. Uh, it doesn't matter how small this is, even if it's my mate Jim next door coming round with his remainder of his, I don't know, shepherd's pie and knocking on my door saying, Wendy, do you want, I've cooked too much, you know, would you like some? You know, he's my little community, isn't he, my cooking mate. And uh, he he makes a joke of it and says he's caring the community. I don't mind. It's a nice gesture. So it helps create a sense of belonging. Um, you'll learn from the experts. You know, people are there uh, who know, you know quite a lot often on their topic of 
expertise. Or so many people have got something which they specialise in, and that's what they bring to the table. You don't worry about yours. You just go and learn from them, and then you think, oh yeah, but I know about this, you know, and you can offer yours. Um, so go and learn. You know, expose yourself. By exposing yourself, you will grow. You will become stronger, brighter, better. And your sharing, most important of all, is your sharing. And I cannot tell you how important that is um, to share with one another. So we'd better have a bit of music. Uh, we've got Is This Love by Alison Moyer. And then I'm going to play My Baby Just Cares For Me by Nina Simone. I know it's a bit of a slow number, but you know what? We do care for each other. So here we go.
That was Together in Electric Dreams with Phil Oakey and Giorgio Morador, Morader, I should say. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. Anyway, that was a good one for us, Together, because that's what I've been talking about today here on Mind, Body and Soul. Um, it's community and how important the community is. <clears throat> and don't forget, you know, um, it'll give you an awful lot of freedom as well to be with somebody different and to do something different and to be... But even if it's not that different, to be part of the group, to be part of your community. And I'm just going to go back to what I said in the very beginning, which was that humans are like a piece of coal and take a lump of coal out of the fire and it will die. Put it back in to the fire and it will glow again. So if you're that lump of coal on the side there, dying a little quietly on your own, Get in amongst the crowd. Get back to a go to go to find your little community and feel yourself come alive and glow again. And don't forget, you owe it to the others as well, because um, like the fire, you know, we we benefit from each other. So thank you for listening to me today here on Mind, Body, and Soul, Sid Valley Radio. And it's been a real pleasure being with you. Uh, we've got a bit more. We're going on till six o'clock, so we've got a bit more time for more music. And I hope you take on board some of the things that have been said today. Um, got uh, Gavin coming on at six o'clock with Country Bunker and some country music for you. So I hope you can stay into the evening as well. So I'm going to play now Ella Fitzgerald, who's another big favourite of mine. They can't take that away from me and they can't take that away from you either. So make up your mind that you're going to be good in your community whatever it is and we've covered lots of varieties of communities that you you can access and join and if you're already part of a community then really really enjoy it the way you wear your The way you sip your tea The memory of all that No, no, they can't take that away from me The way your smile just beams The way you sing off key The way you haunt my dreams No, no can't take that away from me We may never never meet again On the bumpy road to love Still I'll always always keep the memory of The way you hold your knife The way we dance till the way you've changed my life No, no, they can't take that away from me No, they can't take that away from me The way you wear your hat The way you sip your tea Memory of all that No, no, they can't take that away from me 
The way your smile just beams The way you sing of key The way you haunt my dreams No, no, you can't take that away from me We may never, never meet again On the bumpy road to love Still I always, always keep the memory of yes. The way you hold your knife The way we dance till three The way you change my life No, no, they can't take that away from me No, they can't take that away from me Swing it, boys Talk to my baby on 
Never Let a Slip Away by Andrew Gold. That's a really nice number as well. And I hope you've enjoyed being here this afternoon with me. I've certainly enjoyed it. And I look forward to next week, uh, Mind, Body and Soul with me, Wendy, here on Sid Valley Radio. And we're going to play out with You've Lost That Loving Feeling. And don't forget, uh, Gavin's here afterwards with his country bunker. Okay, so here we go. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. And there's no tenderness like before in your fingertips. You're trying hard not to show it.
get down. 